0: Many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the Senior Pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and President of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servants. And now, today's message.
1: Father, we are grateful to you. Anoint these lips of clay, let them minister oracles. Let someone be blessed as I speak in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Tonight is prophecy night. Someone say prophecy. Hallelujah. Now, who over here, you have never received a prophecy before? Give me a right uh, wave. You've never received any prophetic word before. Any prophetic word before. Wave your right hand. neither. Uh, and now uh, have you received a prophecy before wonderful over here you have received uh, at least three prophecies in your lifetime give me a wave you have received at least three prophecies give me a wave at least amen and amen some don't know whether they have received prophecies or not what is she? uh, she's so interested in what is i don't know whether it's her finger or her phone glory to jesus that's how we miss encounters Encounters can be very simple, but they are very, very powerful. And when we are not attentive, we miss them. In such a meeting, you need to listen with rapt attention because God may be speaking to you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So we have all received prophecies over our lives. And so if we say prophecy night, it may not necessarily be something new or something unusual. But is it tonight, before I even minister personally to anybody, I, I, I just want to share with you a few words. Is it because prophecies are not just meant to tangle our ears or to make us feel happy. In fact, uh, there are certain people now, when they hear of a prophecy cry, they say, stop right there. I'm tired of these prophecies. Why? Because they are not seeing their prophecies come to pass in their lives. They have received prophecy upon prophecy. The Lord is going to do it. The Lord is going to do it 24 months from now and next year by this time. And they have been next year by this time. ah, It has 10 to 7 years. And the next year by, by this time has not come. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So why is it that these prophecies don't come to pass? Why is it that we hear from God? Yesterday, um... There was a gentleman who came here for the first time. And when he came to shake me, I gave him a prophetic word. And he was laughing. And he said that he is not surprised because he has been hearing it a lot. Many men of God have been telling him the same thing. So he is not surprised to have heard it. Hallelujah. And the prophecy was that he was going to travel outside the country. But me, the prophet, who who, who has joined the line of prophets to tell him, we are all in Ghana over here. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So if he's not careful, he will be gathering prophecies into his pocket and he would die and would bury him at a wooden cemetery are you understanding me So, why is it that we don't see prophetic expressions in our lives? We hear the word of the Lord and God speaks powerfully. Some of us even have dreams. Some of us have visions. And God tells us what he wants to do with us. He wants to do in our lives. And yet still, it's as though we are not able to see those manifestations. What is the reason? What is stopping the manifestations? Is it that it is for just a select few, special few, who hear prophetic? Words and they are able to see manifestations, or is it because the man of God is not powerful or is not anointed? Listen to me. Every man of God, as far as I know in Ghana over here, there are people that they are prophesied to that the thing didn't come to pass. Amen and amen. But we don't share those testimonies. Who will share those testimonies? We will share the testimonies of the ones that manifested. So, while there are some are seeing prophetic manifestations and others have been receiving prophecy upon prophecy, your marriage, you are going to have a very nice marriage. Your marriage is going to be beautiful. I see your husband. I see your wife. And then, oh, hallelujah. Because you two, that is what you are looking to hear. And then, one year, two years, three years, five years, seven and a half years, still certain things are not happening. So the Lord just put this in my spirit to share with you that even after you have received your prophecy or when you have received your prophecy, these things must still be working. These things must be functional in your life if you are going to see your prophetic manifestation. If the word that the Lord has spoken to you are going to see an expression in your life. And more importantly, if you are going to live the life of a proof producer, When the Lord said that we are going to be pre-producers, it is not just about an encounter or a one-time event. It's actually about a lifestyle of power, a lifestyle of glory, a life where the miraculous is daily in expression in our lives. It is not just about a one-time experience where we say, oh, the prophecy was given and then I experienced a certain manifestation. No, it must actually be whether there's a prophecy or not, you are walking in the manifestation of the power of God the bible said the endless expectation of the creature is for the manifestations of the sons of god and when it talks about the sons of god it is not talking about they appearing once and then disappearing no but they living out and fulfilling the life of glory that god has purpose for them I shared with you uh, in the days back from Romans chapter number eight, the verse number twenty-nine. The Bible says that for them that God new, He also predestined that uh, he predestined that they may be conformed into the image of the Son that the god in our calling he saw jesus in us and he purposed that in our lifetime we are going to see the expressions of the same thing that jesus experienced was jesus living a life of power was jesus living a life of glory talk to me here was jesus living a wonderful life sir? a life of breakthrough of course of course Somebody will come and tell you that he doesn't have a house, foxes out, uh, holes, and then uh, bears out their nests. but the saddle man has nowhere to, to lay his head, and yet before he realized he has he a has house. This is a man who, when he needs money to pay his taxes, he can send and fishes will come with money. This is a man who was experiencing favor like never before. The Bowser and the child Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature, and with, in favor with God and favor with men. No wonder in his ministry, there were several people who were given unto his ministry. So Jesus never experienced financial dryness. Lift up your right hand. Say, I serve a prosperous Jesus. Please don't listen to those who say that Jesus was a poor man. Jesus was not a poor man. You see, everybody, you start from a certain stage. Life is in stages, men are in levels jesus started at the, at, at the time when jesus said that he has no place to lay he said it was at the beginning of his ministry but along the line there was a change that means that no matter where you are starting from you are not supposed to remain at that same place you have been in a place of lack, and the lack has been perennial year after year It's as though as for you keep suffering and suffering and suffering that is not the image that is not the party that jesus left for us jesus has lived a prosperous life There was so much money flowing in the ministry of Jesus that he needed to get somebody to be an accountant. And not only for him to be an accountant, but to handle the money bag. It was too much for his pocket. So there was a money bag. So he started with something, but he ended with abundance. He wore the best clothes. The Bible tells us that the clothes, the cloak that he was he wore, was so expensive that even the soldiers could not throw it away. They had to cast lots, do lot to chacha who carried this one home. They were looting. Looting did not start in our day. Looting did not certain man, man of God, come. Please. That's a pastor, Pastor Dela. Oh, God bless you. or oh, Reverend Dela. Hallelujah glory to jesus christ so jesus was not a poor man he started his life and his ministry where there was lack but he did not remain there there was progress in his life so if according to the scriptures in romans 8 29 he said that god predestined that we may be conformed to the image of the Son, he was actually seeing the same expression that jesus saw in his lifetime that we are supposed to experience them in our lifetime. That is why Jesus could tell his uh, his disciples that the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do. He said, if you don't believe me for my work's sake that I come from the Father, at least believe the works. Believe the signs you are seeing in my life. Believe the miracles you are seeing me do. And then he did not end there. He said that he that believes in me as the scriptures have said, the works that I do Jesus was telling us that we are supposed to live like him. He was successful. He did well in life. And so he does not expect any of his children to do poorly in life. If you are in school, you are going to do very well. If you are in business, you are going to do very well. If you are in ministry, you are going to do very well. In your finances, you are going to see upgrade. Receive it right now. Why? There's a prophecy over your life in Romans eight twenty nine. Romans 8:29. It's a dream that he foreknew, he predestinated, he predestined that they may be conformed to the image of the Son. The Son has set a pattern, a standard of life that we are supposed to live. Tonight I break the back of disappointment and poverty and frustration in your life. Jesus was never frustrated. Jesus was never frustrated until Jesus was ready he could not even be kidnapped he could not be arrested the bible tells us that several times they wanted to stone him and push him off the cliff the bible says he disappeared from the midst of them he just escaped just like that it was not time for him to die tonight I speak over your life let any curse of premature death that may be ravaging men pass over you you will not die before your time in the name of Jesus Jesus did not die before his time yes he died young because that was how the design of his life was supposed to be so, if it is not time for you to go, you will not go. So, I refuse to go. I refuse to go. So, I refuse to, I refuse to die. Oh, then you had that dream. And then uh, in that dream, a certain witch appeared to you and injected you. And then all of a sudden, then you wake up. And then, oh, oh, oh tell my children I love them. <laughs> and then you die the Chinese death. Chinese movie kind of death. No, that is not supposed to be your life. If you are not ready to go, don't go. I said if you're not ready to go don't go you see you need to be a stubborn christian let the devil see that you are from the heavily stubborn academy you see something that is not in line with jesus it has not patterned to the lifestyle of jesus reject it reject it jesus was not living a cursed life so the curses in my family what do you mean which family do you belong to i belong to the family of abraham for us we are blessed I said, we are blessed. I said, we are blessed. Did you realize that Abraham's family, in the days when there was famine on the earth, when everybody was losing out and they were going to Egypt, that was when Abraham's family, that time Jacob was in charge, they started importation business. He sent his sons to Egypt. that go and buy food and he gave them money. One time he even doubled the money and said, "I go to take the double money and go and pay." So it means that if the thing was fifty dollars, he said, "I take hundred dollars, go and buy it and bring it to us." They were not poor. They were not poor. They were not poor. They were not poor. God has called us to live a glorious life, a glorious life. A glorious life, and any prophetic word that does not capture God's glory in your life, it does not predict an outcome of God's glory in your life. It is don't receive that word. You, I see that you are going to die before your time. Oh, he's a man of God. No, 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 no. The Bible's prophecies come to edify, to strengthen, to exhort, to comfort. So you don't receive that prophetic word. You don't receive such a word. You receive the word that comes because the pro- there's no better prophecy than the prophecy from the Word of God. There's no higher prophecy than what God has said. And He said that those whom He predestined, them He called; those whom He called, them He justified; and those that He justified, them He also was glorified. Romans chapter eight verse thirty. So, oh Father, oh give me a life of glory, and Father, I'll be looking at you. I have already given you a life of glory. When I called you, I called you unto glory. Lift up your right hand. Say, I live a glorious life. Come on, you see, this, this are, what, what I'm telling you, what I'm sharing with you are things that you need to learn to speak over your life. Say, I live a glorious life. Say, that is my calling. I've been called to a life of glory. As a proof producer, I manifest Glory. In my health, in my finances, in my relationships, wherever I go, it is an expression of glory. Say, I rise and I shine. Jesus said it. Say, let your light so shine before all men. He said that you are the light of your world. Look, your family is blessed because you came. Because you are going to shine and the darkness in the family is going to disappear. This nation of Ghana is blessed before you came, because you came. Because you are going to shine and the darkness that has been in this nation, that darkness is going to disappear. If I'm speaking your story and I'm prophesying to you, shall I receive it now? Yeah. So, he has called us to a life of glory he has called us to a life of glory that is how he wants our life to be patterned after that is how he wants us to live and when we begin to understand the rules of engagement we begin to understand what the scriptures have said concerning how we are supposed to live that is when we begin to see manifestations Understanding this subject i'm going to show i'm sharing with you is the foundation of the fulfillment of every prophetic word regarding our destinies as children of god this evening i just want to touch on three important words if you are going to see prophetic manifestations number one promises Number two principles and number three practices promises the promises of God number two the principles of God and then number three the practices that we are supposed to engage in this should sum up the life of a Christian your life is generated on the basis of the promises of God it is supposed to be lived in expression by following the principles of God understanding the principles and acting them out through practices through practices when you study the word of God anytime God gave any prophecy or promises to his children there were certain conditionalities and the conditionalities define the the, the, defined the principles or the commandments that he was supposed to get, that, that were back the promises. When you get the promise, and that's where the pr- prophecy comes, a promise and a prophecy are synonymous. So uh, when I talk about the promises, have in mind, I'm talking about prophecies. So if I tell you that ah, next year by this time, I see you married, then it means that that means that is a promise that God has given you. Because I'm not speaking by my mind. It is God who is inspiring me. So it is God giving you that word. God is giving you a prophetic word. I, when I tell you that ah, I see that God is going to cause you to be a big time billionaire so you are going to be very rich it is a prophecy and it is a promise it is a promise but did you realize that even though God told the children of Israel in Egypt through Moses that God has prepared the land which is flowing with milk and honey for you not all of them will enter into that land then they are like those who receive prophecies and the prophecies did not mature the prophecies did not mature why there were certain rules of engagement that they missed out on and tonight i pray that god open our eyes i said i pray that god open our eyes in the name of jesus christ the bible is not just a book of stories and accounts it contains the promises and the principles of God for the believers' glorification. If we are going to live the victorious Christian life, we must let our lives be governed by these three things the promises of God, the principles of God, and the practices of our faith. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number one and verse number two. I want to read something to you quickly. God was speaking to them through the prophet Moses, and he said, It shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God lord to observe and to do did you see it over there to observe and to do all his what commandments principles to observe and to do practices what of the principles which i commanded this day that the lord thy god shall set thee on high above all the nations of the earth prophecy promises So you see those three over there, to observe, to do, our practices, the commandments, the principles. And then he said that if we do them, the prophecies will manifest. He will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Listen to me. Our destiny is not to be beggars. Our destiny is to be the most advantaged and privileged people on the earth. The most advantaged and privileged people on the earth. That is our destiny. When the children of Israel were in Egypt and they were deviating from that destiny, God had said that they were going to be prosperous. But here they had become slaves and they were working for Pharaoh. They were doing things that were in opposition to the prophetic will of God for their lives, then what does God do? God sends a prophet. Whenever God sends a prophet, he's sending somebody who will come and correct the deviation. So, prophecies come to correct the deviations in our lives and cause us to come back in alignment to our prophetic destiny. Tonight, any deviation in your life, any deviation in your health, any deviation that is going on in any part of your life, as we speak the prophetic word of God let there be a correction may God bring you back into realignment into his plan and purpose for your life so if God has destined that by 25 years you should be married it's a mistake that 30 years you are still not married so a prophetic word comes to bring you back into alignment If God has said that you are supposed to be rich and wealthy and up till now, maybe you are 27 years and you are still struggling, nothing seems to be working. When the prophetic word comes, prophecies are not for play. Prophecies are not for jokes. They are not just to excite the church and then everybody is excited. No, and then we are clapping. No, no, no. That is not the purpose of prophecy. Prophecy is serious business. Anytime God wants to correct something or God wants to introduce something, Or God wants to bring salvation, He sends a prophecy. He said, I will not do anything except I reveal it to my the prophets, my servants. Until I reveal it to my servants, the prophets. So, God, whenever He wants to engage in action, He releases prophetic words. Tonight, may the action of God be activated in your life. As you receive that prophetic word tonight, as you hear from the Lord, lift up your right hand and say, Lord, tonight, speak to me. So, prophecies are not jokes they are no jokes so when you are receiving a prophecy you should act diligently listen carefully sometimes some people are called and they are receiving prophecies and you see it's as though they are playing it's as though they are joking they think some of them they come in front of the church and we are you are talking to them and they are looking at you they are not serious about what is being done they think it is a joke they think it's a joke the thing is just an information. They don't know that God has brought his arsenals and his workers waiting to work in your life. If you receive the prophecy with the right attitude, it is not a joke. It is not a joke. It is not a joke. When you say prophecy night, some people come not because they want to go to do anything in their life. They are come coming see it. and then one sum neighbor comes I'm Sorry. Whose matter would they say? Then it becomes as though the church has become a cinema. In fact, when I started serving the Lord, one of the ministries that I did not like at all was a prophetic ministry because it made it look as though church had become a joke. So uh, during the preaching and the teaching, they were sleeping. When the prophecy came, now uh, they are stretching their neck. Uh, and then my friend, yes, you yes locate my case, settle my time. my life. The person is so it becomes like a joke. But prophecies are work. Well. Study the Bible. Prophecies well. is the New Testament church. I won't say the New Testament church, but the modern day church, the postmodern church, that it looks as though some of these things have become jokes. Prophecies are spiritual messages. They are the decoding of the mind of divinity into humanity to change the situation of men. Prophecies carry power. Prophecies are words of power that can create, repair, or restore. When God spoke to Ezekiel, in the book of ezekiel chapter number 37 in the valley of dry bones he asks him son of man shall these bones live again the man of god was very smart because if he said they cannot live again it means that god maybe god is not powerful but he too he knows in his said these bones nah, 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 nah. come on let's be real is that what we say come on let's be real I know the Bible says, I'll come on in real life. Let's be real. So he said, Lord, <laughs> you, this man there, give me a paw. don't know it. What answer did God say? Give him. He said, prophesy. So that prophecy brought the dead bones back to life. Power is in a prophetic word. When a prophetic word is released, it contains a pocket of power. A certain quantum of power. That power can enter into your life. Even if you are not going that direction, it can change your direction and bring you into the direction of the prophecy. Many years ago, I used to organize a youth program called Ida Prayer Jams prayer jams. So when we come, we jam prayer, we dance prayer, we eat prayer. Prayer. I don't know any, whether there's any product or prayer jams over here. Uh, hey, uh, okay. Oh, we have a few prayer jams people over here. There was one SHS student who came for the program. And as I was ministering prophetically, even as at that time, I had not grown as much as I have now. That was how many years ago? Over, over 15, 14 years ago. And so, I called this young lady and I said, uh, God says he's going to use you in the area of music. He's going to use you in the area of music. I don't, You remember that prophecy? Ah. Uh, how do you remember that prophecy? Ah. Uh. So, after the time I gave her that prophecy, she, she was not in the choir. She was not doing anything music. There was nothing music about her. She went back to school, and as she was doing handing over she was on the music team. They made her head of music department. (laughs) She finished school. So now she has entered into the music ministry. She finished school. She applied for uh, a university, I think, in Lagos or one of the universities, and she applied a different course altogether. When admission came, it was music. You applied for business administration. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the whole school with professors and masters people they could not see that this is what you applied for and then they released your admission letter and it was music why prophecy was working prophecy was working. Prophecy was working. She did not know where God wanted to send her to but a prophetic word came to open her eyes, brought light to her life and now began to reorder the journey of her life. Tonight in the name of Jesus Christ may God release a prophetic word that will bring realignment into your life. That will bring you back into the place of destiny. That will restore hope to your life. That will realign you with what God has purpose for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Many of us, we need prophecy. So why? Because the devil attacked us right from the day we were born. Right from the day we were born, they stole our star and they began to fight our star. They began to fight our manifestation. They began to cause us to live a life where we are deviated from God's purpose concerning us. Look at the madman of Gadara. The man was called to be an evangelist, but now he was a madman. In a cemetery but even that one crown could have been prophetic because he was supposed to bring dead souls back to life so they tempt him to a cemetery <laughs> where dead people are there unfortunately he could not bring the dead people back to life but when jesus manifested to him he said go and tell your people all the, the good things that the lord has done for you all of a sudden the madman had become an evangelist prophetic reconstruction i see somebody your destiny is being realigned i see god reconstructing the journey of your life listen to me. I hear the Lord say I should prophesy to somebody over here that you are supposed to be the head and not the tail. So anything that looks as though it is a tail experience there's going to be a reconstruction there's going to be a realignment Don't that you are supposed to be the head of them, now they seem to be dominating over you. Get ready within the next three to six months the tables are going to turn. I said the tables are going to turn. I said the tables are going to turn. For hear the word of the Lord. You shall be the head and not the tail. Some of you in your family you may be the last born. You may be the third born. You are not the first born. But by this prophetic word, the kind of grace, the kind of glory that is coming into your life, when even the first born sees you, you say boss, you say sister, in the name of Jesus Christ receive this word now. Look at Joseph. He was the last but one born. the sons of his father yet his prophetic destiny was supposed to be the head of even his father but his father was born before him how would that naturally be so god gave him a prophetic vision, a dream at the end of the day was he not did his father not come under him was he not greater than the father prophecy a prophetic word can pick you from where you are and send you into the place that you're supposed to be look at david Rejected from amongst his brethren, whether it was because he was not of age to go to the military school or not, all we know is that he had been downgraded and degraded to the least of the professions. Israelites don't like fam- uh, shepherding like that. No, no, no. So watching over sheep, no. When you are watching over sheep, you are considered you're, 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 you are not considered a very important person. You are not considered a very important person. And it was confirmed by the fact that when the prophet of God said, let your sons come, his father did not even think of him. He was not qualified. He was not qualified. He was not qualified. But there came a prophetic word. Listen, when a prophecy is released, it begins to realign the situations around you. It begins to reorganize situations all around you. David received a prophetic word. The anointing was poured upon his head. All of a sudden, you see, when a, a, a prophecy is released, nobody can fight a prophecy. Do you know why? When David received a prophecy that he was going to become the king of Israel, his father sent him back to the wilderness. I what do you mean i think the prophet has missed it for the first time has missed it for the first time has missed it for the first time. There's somebody, as I'm speaking right now, you can sense your hearts coming on fire because it looks as though nobody believes that your life is going to amount to anything. It's as though you are feeling, you can feel it inside you, that God is speaking to you, speaking to you. And not anybody here, around here, as I'm speaking, you can sense in your hearts that God is speaking to you, that they have not respected you. They don't think that you are going to amount to anything, but hear the word of the lord see the spirit of the living god machine there's not anything that they can do to stop your enthronement all of a sudden the father said ah let me go and attend to the important sons oh yeah david come and go and serve your brethren Go and serve your brethren. That was when his major breakthrough came. Even before that, God sent, allowed a certain demonic, demonic uh, spirit to attack Saul. And in the palace, David's name appeared. Why? Why didn't his name appear many so long ago? Because he had not yet received a prophetic word. But on the prophetic word, Was released and anointing came. He began spiritually, his announcement came. They said that there is a mighty man of valor. The man had never even heard a sword before. How come they were giving him such a testimony? The prophetic word was realigning the situations that will bring him into a favorable light. Tonight, may that word that will push you into your glory come upon your life. I said, may that word that will push you into your glory come upon your life. But all these things that I'm sharing with you, they fall in the arena of the promises of God. The promises of God, they talk about the assurances that God gives us. The basis of our faith. That Christian's faith is based on the promises of God. The promises of God are the assurances God gives to his covenanted people of his abiding goodness. And that he's going to remain faithful to them the promises of god they encode the assurance that god gives the believer for the believer to live for god second corinthians 7, one. having therefore these promises beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of god why should we live in the fear of god why should we walk in the holiness because god has promises for us so the promises of God are the foundation of our faith, are the foundation of our fear for God, of God. Hebrews 4 verse 1. Therefore, since a promise remained of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. So the fear of God. Why? Because of the promises of God. Because of the promises of God. There are so many promises of God in the Bible. In fact, when you study the scriptures, Bible scholars say that there are over 3,000 promises in the scriptures for the child of God. God has released. That means that over 3,000 prophecies are available to be accessed. When we talk about promise of God, we can get a promise of God now Number one, through the word of God, the Bible, if you want to hear a prophetic word, go and pick your Bible. There are too many prophetic words over there, and you can begin to speak of them over your life. Many Christians, they are waiting to go into a program like this, so that one man of God will say, that, ah, I see that you are going to be the head and not the tail, but that is already in the Bible. Did you show me chapter number 28? You could have claimed it even before the man of God said it. So, but then there are two ways by which you can receive the promise of God or a prophecy. Number one, from the word of God. And number two, by a prophetic encounter. When I talk about prophetic encounter, it could be God inspiring you to speak something about your own life or through a man of God or a brother in the Lord. God using that person to speak into your life. Like, I'm going to trust God to speak into your life this evening. So, those are the promises of God. But you see, the promises don't end over there. They don't manifest themselves paul told timothy that saint timothy concerning the prophecies that have gone ahead of you ah he said that doubt by them might wage a good warfare if the prophecies were supposed to bring themselves to pass, why would Timothy be told to wage a good warfare? He was to wage warfare with the prophecy. Those of you who keep giving up and say, I'm tired of prophecy. I'm tired of God saying, people telling me that God will do it. It will be war with them. Listen, how much war have you waged with your prophetic word? What have you done with your prophecy? The promises of God, what did you do with the promises of God? Yes, they contain power, but when you study the scriptures, the, the verses I've just even read to you, it tells you that there are certain rules of engagements. The principles of God are the spiritual laws that govern the manifestation of the promises of God. They are spiritual laws that govern every one of God's promises. With every promise of God, there is a principle back in it jesus said that i go to prepare a place for you he said i died for your sins so salvation is free but what must you do you must confess with your mouth the lord jesus it's a principle and believe in your heart and you'll be saved that means that no matter the suffering of jesus what jesus went through the promise he gave us of eternal life if you don't do this act of confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believing in your heart that god uh, raised him from the dead you will still not be saved. The reason why many people are going to go to hell it's not because they are bad people but because they did not believe in jesus they did not believe and to confess jesus as their lord i'm talking about the principles now i've shared with you enough about the promises and the prophecies now how do you bring these prophecies to pass learn the principle that back the prophecy there are some of you when god gives you a prophetic word you need to go and see the man of god after the meeting and go and say the man of god what must i do to bring this word to pass what must i do to bring this word to pass when paul, paul was very smart even before he became very strong when he encountered the lord and the lord began to speak to him he said lord what must i do what must i do many of us don't like that question we are we we like lazy christianity oh there was a prophecy and boom, it just comes to pass Sometimes you must fast. Sometimes you must pray. Sometimes you must sow seeds. Sometimes you must be patient. Sometimes you must start serving God more than ever before. You must know what you need to do. God said, ah, you are going to be a big time financier of the work of God. You are going to own vessels. You are going to own buildings. Then go and start learning about giving. Go and start learning about sowing seeds. You want to be uh, somebody who carries the wealth of God but not know how to distribute the wealth of God. You think it's for you. It's for God. It's for God. So there's a principle. So God gives you a prophetic word that's where that you are going to become a big time businesswoman. I'm prophesying to you right now. You are going to become somebody that God is going to traffic abundance of supply into your hands. When you receive such a prophecy, what you should be thinking about is what principle backs this prophecy. Learn about giving. Learn about obedience. Isaiah chapter one, verse nineteen. He said that if you are willing and obedient, what will happen? You eat the good of the land. Message version says that if you allow me, if you only let me help you, I will make you rich. So the promise of riches obeys the principle of obedience and the principle of giving. Give and it shall be given to you. Press down, shaking together and running over. shall men give unto your bosom. So, when you get a prophetic word concerning some breakthrough, financial breakthrough, abundance and prosperity, I'm just giving you one of the principles that you need to be learning. The principle of obedience and of giving. When you receive a promise or a prophecy of favor coming to you, you must learn about the principle of serving the Lord. Serving the Lord is the, and the fear of the Lord are two major provokers of divine favor major provokers of divine favor some of us the reason the favor the reason why we enjoy some favor is because probably our parents did something for god our forefathers did something for god just like some of us are suffering because our forefathers when you are born into some family your and you your forefathers they are not fore, they are killer fathers what are you talking about and so we are suffering on that account But hey, peradventure, you don't know what your forefathers did. You should also do something for yourself you should also do something for yourself one and two verse 13 and 14 said thou shall arise and have mercy upon zion for the time sets time to favor her yea the set time is come verse 14 now gives us the principle for thy servants did you see it over there thy servants what do they do they take pleasure in zion's stones zion is talking about the house of god the church and favor the dust thereof so those who favor the work of god god is saying that favor it's your portion. So when you receive a prophecy that you are going to be favored, ah, you should be asking yourself, where does God want me to start serving Him? Learn the principles. I'm just giving you summarized versions. You need to go into the Word of God. You know, some people are just saying, let me write it down quickly, so that no, no, no. Sometimes you need to do further searches because sometimes the specific principle that God wants you to follow may be personal to you. May be personal to you. When you receive a promise of healing, it comes with a principle of faith. Matthew 8.13 Then Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way and ask as thou hast believed so be it done unto thee and the servant was healed in the self same hour Jesus said as thou hast believed so if you hear a prophetic word or you receive a ministration about healing the major principle you should be activating is the principle of faith the law of faith the law of faith am I teaching something over here the law of faith when you receive a prophecy or a promise of breakthrough who is, looking, who is expecting a breakthrough? When well, you receive a promise of breakthrough, yeah. hallelujah. The promise of breakthrough comes with the principle of faith and patience. Faith and what? Faith and what? Oh, the patience, but people don't like to hear it at all. Uh, You don't like it. It is in the Bible. Hebrews 6, verse number 12. Hebrews 6, verse 12. He said, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience. What happened to them? They inherited the prophecies. They inherited the promises. Faith and patience. God said it's going to break you through. You need to learn what faith is. You need to learn what patience is. Patience. 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 So, something like this, you should be asking, so, man of God, what is patience? And I know you are ready for prophecy. You are ready for prophetic manifestation. Let me just give you one last one. But there are many more. I'm just letting you know that all of these things are in the Bible. So when you receive a prophetic word, look for the principle behind it. The promise of power comes with the principle of prayer and sanctification. You are a Christian. All your life is everywhere. You don't have any quiet time. You don't have any private moments. You never go and hide yourself to pray. And you expect to be full of power. Even Jesus himself, God drove him into the wilderness to go and pray. With all his major men or followers around him, still he will go and say, you people wait here. Another group say, wait here. Now, he goes to a place alone to go and pray. Listen to me. Sometimes loneliness is necessary for power. You say, oh, God has called me. Why are you losing your calling? You don't have private moments. You are not seeking God. Every time you're on phone, sometimes I see some of the young men of God, And then you have powerful callings on your life. You can speak on the phone. Ah. You will be speaking and speaking and speaking. You have no quiet times. There's no time that God will get to speak to you. Listen to me. My major encounter that launched me into power ministry. There were quiet time moments. moment I was alone. I was alone praying. It wasn't in a group prayer meeting. It wasn't in a program. When I went for programs, I went for invitation. When I go to my mountains and my closet, I go for power. For power. You are going to preach somewhere. You are going to do your micro church and you are just a few minutes before time and then now you are looking through whilst you are listening to you are also responding to WhatsApp message. I don't know whether you are a rapper You go there, you recite all the scriptures, teach accurately, but no power. No power. Listen to me. It is not about memorizing all the scriptures. By the time you are finished teaching, somebody who had a heart condition is healed. By the time you are finished teaching, the blind eye is seen. By the time you are finished with what you are doing, somebody who came with a condition, there has been a change. Power. Prayer and sanctification. Prayer and sanctification moses received the encounter and he was alone exodus chapter 3 1 and 2 he was on a mountain alone as for you everything you want somebody to be around Every you want you like friends too much too many friends are around you and some even get depressed when they don't get anybody around them nobody nobody cares for me nobody nobody cares for me my mother kaboom my father kaboom nobody listen to me when you feel they don't care for you that is a time for you to go before the lord that is when you lift your prayer altar that is when you begin to provoke things from the realm of the spirit that is when you say "That father thank god i am alone thank god i am alone because now i can be with you to provoke heaven on my behalf is a time for you to go deep into the word. Today I heard a statement. I nearly fell down. He said it is not about age. He said your age in time. Is not the same as your age in light. <laughs> so somebody may be older in time. But in light. Oh it's a baby. Seek for age in light. too. Listen. When I started seeking for aging light, those who were at aging time, they themselves started saying, hey, overtaking anointing, overtaking anointing, overtaking anointing. Because now, oh me, I came and less than one, in one and a half years, the kind of manifestations, they, I started lifting my hands and people started falling under the power. I didn't even know what was happening. All I knew was that I had been with the Lord. I had been with the Lord. Look. There so are times you should have your phone off. Switch off your data. You want to encounter power? Put everything aside, risk everything for the presence of God. You are looking. God has said, "I'm going to make you a powerful minister." Oh, when you lift up your hands, uh, the sick are going to be healed, the dead are going to come back to life, and Hallelujah! You receive that, and and the protocol are dying because your leg, you are falling and you are rolling all over. And as soon as you left, banku, bankupa. Hey, Ediane, and a social media. Oh, you name no na oh she, Jacobie, yeah. professional at at dancing queen. Let me. Sound like glory. Is, let me fend this message. Thank you, Jesus. Wave your hand right time before the Lord. Susie, can you believe me when I tell you that you, you are the reason I've come down? Because I saw you, an angel standing behind you. And the angel was holding what looked like a placard. And he said that the time is, time is up. Your time is up. Your time is up. Your time is up. Your time is up. Ah, your time is up. God says, I should tell you, that he's about to launch you into a dimension of glory oh my goodness there have been many seasons and times in your life when you have looked down upon yourself there was even a time it became so severe you started having chest pains heart conditions as though you were becoming a nervous wreck a nervous wreck things just seemed it was so bad even i dare say you were even contemplating that your life was not worth living why because why should one person go through so many things on the outside, everybody thinks everything is okay. But it got to a time you are just hearing one bad revelation about your life after the other, one bad information after the other, and the tension became so strong. There were times you'll be sitting down and say, "Oh, somebody has held the top of your head," and wondering that when, how can this all these things be taking place in the life of one individual? But the Lord said, I shall announce to you, your time to be glorified has come. Your time to be glorified has come. Your time to see the glory of God. Your time to see the glory of God. Your time to see the glory of God. Because the Lord said that the time is up. The days of waiting. The days of fasting. The days of going through all kinds of trials and tribulations. Those days are over. Those days are over. Now, when I say this, remember, let me come into the flesh a bit and let me tell you, something now this is a prophecy you see and it's subject to prophetic interpretation because anytime god lifts you every new level comes a new devil but when a prophecy is coming is telling you that the the level that you are in god is bringing you that deliverance that skyrockets you into that new level, into a higher level. The Lord says that you are coming into a season of glorification. I don't know, but the angel of the Lord keeps speaking to me. He said, I let her know that her glory has come. The time for her to be honored. The time for her to be honored. The time for her to be honored. The time for her to be be honored. And anything that has been withholding that honor right now in the name of Jesus Christ, that thing is losing its power of your life. is losing a strength of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. I don't know, but I see the hand of the Lord straight towards you right now. And there's power coming upon your life. Power for manifestation. Power for manifestation. Because the next 12 months of your life, they are going to be years of rest- months of restoration. Of the years that you have lost. The year that the palmer worms, the canker worms, the year that the tapillas eating. The Lord said that let her know I am bringing her a restoration of her years and of her days and I'm going to cause her to be honored. Oh, but here the Lord saying the season of the double honor, the double honor, the double honor, the double honor. The, the Lord said, that ah, there is financial breakthrough that is coming. The Lord said that there is marital glory that is coming. The Lord said that there is a settlement that is coming into you. Your life. A settlement that is coming into your life. He said that keep serving him. Keep serving him because the reason why you have been delivered all these years when they wanted to take your life was because you have been serving the Lord. He said that serve him to a higher level. Serve him to a higher dimension because he said that he's bringing you into that season of change and into that season of manifestation. Those headaches will go and there will be no more. Those pains will go and there will be no more the situations are turning around. Somebody shout, turn around. Somebody shout, turn around. Help me prophesy to us. I shall turn around. Listen, the Lord says, The time is up. The time is up. The time, time is up. Mark. The events of your life after today i see the heavens open up i see the winds from the presence of the lord blowing in your direction I, because in the realm of the spirit it's as though you have become like a bulb and, and your light has come your light has come your light has come even those who don't know you will hear of you they will hear of you they'll hear of you see the spirit of the living god and the lord says i should lay hands on them now take Take it now. Take it right now. Take it right now. It is settled. It is settled. Somebody celebrate the Lord right now. Come on, celebrate him now. Celebrate him now. Look, it will will amaze you next year about this time. She will be here and her testimony will be here. Her testimony will be here. Wave your hand before the Lord. Say, speak to me, Lord. Say, speak to me, Lord. I can't hear you say, speak to me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus Christ. So when you know the promises and you learn the principles, what follows? The practices. The practices. Now you know the principle. Practice it. There are people who practice it for some time and then they stop, I give up. You lack patience. Patience is a virtue. Consistent practices. You've learned about the principle of faith. That says confession. Speak your healing. Speak your miracle. You just speak one day, two days, three days, and then you forget about it. Hey, the economy is hard. I am so free, no? I am so free. already. I've told you. I'm just seeing it again. There's been a plot, and the plot is to, is to kill you, is to destroy you, and is to waste you away. But, this is what the lord is saying today is your day of salvation today is the day of salvation today is the day of salvation and no plan and purpose of the wicked will prevail over your life but rather god listen to me stick to god of ministry, you sense the calling of God so strong on your life. I want just just come for it quickly. Quickly, 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 quickly. Lift up
0: your hands.
1: Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Right now. There's an overflow. praise. There's breakthrough in the atmosphere. There's breakthrough in the atmosphere. There's breakthrough in the atmosphere. There's season of spiritual warfare for breakthroughs. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Wave your right hand.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www. Or call zero five four six three six three nine five seven. God bless you.